You're listening to the One Man Show Network. Welcome to the MMA Fight Picks Podcast with your host, Aaron Weinbaum. Kids, and welcome to a special bonus MMA Fight Picks Podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Weinbaum, and today we are going to take you back to a simpler time. A time where Shaquille Maljari and KJ and Johnson thought I was Al Iaquinta. Uh, this is when Cajun and uh, Shaq were just starting to podcast. Shaq was a little green. Andy didn't check his sources. And uh, of course, that led to him thinking that my parody Iaquinta Realty account was really, in fact, Al Iaquinta, KJ and Shaq were good sports, and they were letting me share this video in light of Al fighting this weekend in Australia for UFC 243. So best of luck, Al. And uh, here is the hidden gem of the audio that is almost impossible to find. Don't tell me. Um, so we have a very exciting interview today. The interview that you never thought was going to happen. I'm still like skeptical and that that's this guy's going to come on. I'm going to be very clear that I don't actually know if this guy is just messing with us, and I'm going to I'm going to call him up in 30 minutes, and I'm not going to hear a thing. But if all goes well, we'll have your good buddy Rage Malikinta. My boy. <laughs> what are you What are you expecting is going to happen in this interview? Because you have both said a lot of things about one another. Uh, you more so to him, him more so to everyone else. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> uh, but what what are you what are you expecting? Is it gonna I be don't simple? Know, man. It... Who knows? This guy's like all over the place. Sometimes he's like off the wall, maniacal, crazy man. Mm-hmm. And other times he's like, so I don't know. Who knows? Depends on uh, which uh, which Al shows. He's up. a realtor, right? On the side. Yes. Yes. Is he is he like? I would like to see him pitch a house to me. Me too. <laughs> That'd be exciting. I just want to be a fly on the wall to when, uh-huh. he, when he's uh, when he's selling these houses. But that is happening later. We've got a yes. few things to uh, crack through first. Yes. Exciting weekend. Yeah, it was uh, dope. That was a fun fight card. I I was hearing a lot of people say it wasn't going to do like more than maybe a hundred thousand, hundred twenty thousand ticket sales. But oh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But I'm looking forward to see. I I feel like Tony and Mighty Mouse. I'm actually very that, that I think they have a bit more push than people give them credit for. Yeah, I think so too, especially um, because uh Mighty Mouse is everybody's talking about Mighty Mouse that he gets that he can't sell and all this shit <laughs> people get interested and they're like I, why I can't he say, sell? They want to watch it. It took like a dozen it, t- it took 11 title defenses. But <laughs> yeah. people were cheering and chanting for Mighty Mouse during yeah. his fight and I was blown away because you know, uh, I think it was against uh, uh, the, the Russian guy. I can't pronounce his name. Ali Bogatinov. Yes, Bogatinov. People were leaving the building before the fight ended. It, when when he was fighting, that was actually, was that, that the fight that in was Vancouver? Here. Yeah, that was Yeah, uh, the, the guy came with passed out drunk partway through that fight. Idiot. And <laughs> so that's just kind of what I've come to expect from the audience in terms of how they're going to react to Mighty Mouse. For me, I've always enjoyed watching him compete as an athlete. But people were cheering for him. People yeah. were really behind him. And I think they finally sold it. Yeah, I think so. 
I think it's it's it took a while, mm-hmm. um, but and he didn't go outside his little box, you know. He didn't he didn't do out of anything that was out of character, but just that consistency, consistently winning, consistently finishing opponents, and then all of the hoopla that goes around. Oh, how mm-hmm. much is he getting paid? Oh, nobody wants to watch his shows. That actually generates interest yeah. in him. Like why that ha- why that, why that's happening? So I almost think because everyone kind of felt bad that no this guy wasn't getting enough credit they've all kind of come around to almost appreciate him as an underdog uh with not an underdog in terms of his fights but an underdog in terms of business yeah uh yeah. which is crazy when you think about yeah, it's the arguably greatest pound for i think unarguably yeah. inarguably at there's this point. no argument the only argument you could make is that john jones has never lost yeah. that's the only argument that that is mm-hmm. valid but other than outside of that like yeah, nobody can say shit. And so we could go on and on. Uh, I think, wow, that 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 suplex into an armbar at the end. Yeah, I'm already drilling it. Crazy. <laughs> I'm already wow, drilling it. I stole that shit. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is part of your piece, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're like a creative character. Yeah, exactly, um, right? <sighs> but that, that's been talked about a lot. What I'm curious about is what's next. Um, yeah, that's he, very interesting. He turned down a fight with TJ Dillashaw because he wanted to get this 11th title fence. Um, his reasoning was maintaining the integrity of the division, and uh, Ray Borg was the next feasible contender in that weight class. Uh, his argument was also that TJ Dillashaw has never fought at 125 before, and he doesn't want to risk on missing out on his career-defining 11th straight title defense mm-hmm. if TJ misses weight. That makes sense. Arguments to that have been that Ray Bork has missed weight a number of times. Um, that Ray Bork is ranked number seven. And at what point do you stop giving people down the line a title shot if they're kind of out of that top five? Um, so some people, my, my point there being is some people say TJ, uh, DJ was ducking TJ. Nah. You can't duck somebody that's mm-hmm. not even in your weight class for one. Yeah. That's bullshit. That's bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) What do you think is next? Do you think he goes up and fights TJ? Do you think TJ might? I don't think TJ's coming. Actually, TJ could make 25. I I almost guarantee that. He's not a big 35-er. Has TJ and Cody been rebooked? Because I think... I I know it has been. Yes, it has been. Yeah, yeah. So I think uh, DJ will probably fight the winner of that. Mm -hmm. So you think he waits for that fight? I would if I was him. Would it be at at flyweight or bantamweight? They should all go to flyweight. He's the mm-hmm. fucking champion. He's the best in the world. Everybody's got to go to him. Um, I think uh, TJ Dillashaw will will make that cut a lot easier. And Garbrandt, he's Garbrandt a big looks guy like, a, that weight like class. he's a lot bigger. Although I've never seen him in person, so it's always mm-hmm. a little bit weird when you see people uh, on 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 a video yeah. or or on television. They look fucking massive. Like even TJ Dillashaw looks pretty big, and then you see him in person, it's like. You're a little fucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, it's always fun comparing them to like the re- like when Big John McCarthy is refereeing one of those. Yeah, lighter division yeah fights. totally. <laughs> uh, um, does it make a difference in terms of the comp, the how, how how the fight plays out if Demetrius moves up versus if one of those two guys has to move down? What's does does that end up making a lot of difference in come fight night? Uh, it can if somebody's got to cut a lot of weight, mm-hmm. yeah. So if if TJ's got to cut a re- or or Garbrandt if he wins, uh, cuts a ridiculous amount of weight, um, then yeah, he's definitely going to be hampered after like the first or second round. It's going to start to show. Um, so it, and if that was the case, really, uh, I would I would like them to maybe meet in the middle. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
but ideally I'd, I'd have, I'd want that fight to be at 25 so it could be a 12th title defense for DJ instead of, uh, I want him to accumulate as many as possible before he Uh, Yeah, I don't don't want that. I don't want that record to stop at 11. No, no. Um, and the UFC, I mean, they've been breaking that rule more as of late, especially with Chris Cyborg, but they tend to be a little cautious of, uh, catchweight fights they like to keep it in the divisions yeah which is stupid because there's not enough divisions i agree and the other thing is now how do you decide who's tight that's kind of the problem if they go to catchweight can you really not put, you, can't, you can't put any it's titles online title because it's not being fought in that weight yeah, class unless it was the 35 title if it yeah. was the 35 title and they go down you can still make it for the 35 title. really you why, could. why would you make that uh, because it's uh it's but the the weight class is 135 and under Oh, is that technically right. how yeah, it is? Yeah, technically that's how it is. So one thirty-four point nine and under, whatever it's it's it says in the contract. But um, yeah, you couldn't make it for the twenty-five belt okay. if they're fighting at one. That's so interesting. Yeah. So if they do fight at one thirty-five, you could technically put both titles on the line. Or at no, one, so, yes, yeah, at one twenty-five. Yes, if he goes yes. down to one twenty-five. One twenty-five, you could at one thirty-five. Oh, that's interesting. Because I would, I, I mean, I don't think it's ever a good idea to put both titles on the line because you're guaranteed. Because you saw what happened when Connor, granted Mayweather, got in the way, but te- technically speaking, when you put two titles on the line, if you don't have the interims in place already, you clog up the division a little bit. Yeah, and I think you are guaranteeing that something gets messed up a little bit if you put both titles on the line and the thing is is would would dj go to 35 to defend yeah you know what i mean because if he wins both belts he wins them at 25 at a lower division um but he's still for both belts now you're gonna go now you're gonna make everybody cut to 25 Mm -hmm. not everybody's gonna do that the fucking division's at 35 so um yeah, I would like to see him get two belts just so Connor's not the only one with two belts. Yeah, some, yeah. That, that's <laughs> bullshit. That would be nice. Yeah, hey, that's the thing about Connor, though. Uh, regardless if you want to place him in that pound for pound best, which I nope. think most people don't. Nope. Um, he has wiggled his way into the right fights at the right time to statistically in a sense put himself as the greatest fighter of all time if you're looking at that one accolade yeah he is um he is by far the greatest marketer Mm -hmm. of all time by far best fight businessman of all time a million it's not just the marketing he plays the ufc as well as he plays the audience yeah exactly exactly so um so he's an an amazing at that but uh, if we're talking about greatest martial artist of all time uh, new, new. All right, not there. Motherfucker can't shoot a double leg. Uh, so, and <laughs> that know? is actually something else I would like to talk about. Um, and just to wrap up, do you think it's almost a guarantee that DJ is going to wait for the bantamweight title fight, or do you think there's a possibility, a, a reasonable possibility that he's going to fight Cejudo next? Because Cejudo, Cejudo looks like a new man. Yeah, Cejudo looked really good. I doubt it, but you never know with DJ. He doesn't do things the the normal way, you know. So uh, he might just try to rack up another one before. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Try to get paid. Uh, looking briefly at the Tony Ferguson Kevin Lee fight, um, great fight, exciting fight. Yeah. Um, kind of a weird fight in terms of the. Uh, there seem to be such big holes in both of their games. Yeah, they really exploited each other's holes well. Yeah, yeah. which is interesting uh, yeah. when you see that. There's, there's there's a dirty joke somewhere in there. Uh, our <laughs> producer the it. holes. <laughs> um, I was more confident in how Ferguson... Granted, he's got the wrestling accolade, but I'm a little more concerned about how Ferguson would do against McGregor 
now than I was prior to that fight because yeah. he was getting clipped he's, I told a you, lot he's hittable. by Kevin Lee. He's fucking hittable. Mm-hmm. But Kevin Lee also had a reach advantage. Yeah. Um, which uh, which he doesn't normally experience. So I figured that 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 might uh might play a factor. Um, but it's very interesting. Now, what I was the most uh surprised by was the jujitsu hole, dude. Like he's got a great guard. If you stay in his guard, like the way he was uh he was trapping the arms and elbowing and then set up the triangle, uh, I thought that was sick. But once you pass the guy's guard, it's like fucking free for all, bud. You know? He he just at the end just managed to um get out uh, get out from underneath his full mount from Kevin Lee's yeah. full mount for a second. Yeah. Uh what was your I think Kevin Lee cardio and weight cutting issues aside Huge. was way too emotional going into that fight. Of I course. thought he was playing it. I thought to some degree he was playing it up and he was, you know, just uh, marketing, yeah. being the Conor McGregor that everyone yeah, wants to be. Yeah, yeah, not this But guy. no, man, cuz at the end of that first round, Herb Dean had to drag him off of Ferguson. Yeah, man. Um and actually that was the moment where I knew Kevin Lee was going to lose this fight. Yeah, totally. Uh well, well, how how do you feel about Yeah, I I, that as, soon as, I saw, the end? as soon as I saw the walkout I was like, yeah, no way. Especially cutting that much weight, being that highly emotional going in. Like, if you look at Connor, right? Take Connor for an example. Um, so he's super emotional in the fucking stare down, like, uh, at the weigh in, he goes crazy. But then if you, if you watch the guy walk in, he's fucking calm, dude. Calm, cool, collected, just relaxed, ready to do his thing. It's not, it's not about the hype anymore. Whereas, uh, Kevin Lee is not that at all. He was still super like rah, yelling and fucking screaming and shit and rapping real loud. And he kind of he kind of fell victim to the hype. Yeah, yeah. He bought into it too much, man. He believed the own his own hype and uh, and he made the fight bigger than what it actually yeah. was. And he suffered on top of the amount of weight he cut. Like, he, I'm sorry, if you cut 19 pounds in 24 hours, and then you think you're going to be able to fight a five five round a five five minute round fight against a guy like Tony fucking Ferguson who does not get tired ever. Like, I'm sorry, you better fucking get him out in one or two. And it's also one of those things that I feel like the casual. I mean, to be fair, if you're not privy to sort of how a martial art uh, a MMA fight kind of ebbs and flows over five rounds you would come out of that first round saying ferguson's done for yeah 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 Um, for sure but it played out exactly how we've seen it play out over and over again in the past is the guy on top completely blows their engine yeah um and the guy was getting wailed on that that was under maybe not under the rules that vegas is still in but under the new mma rules that was most probably a 10-8 round yeah, it's quite possible it was a 10-8 round. Um, um, under the new rules. New rules, yeah, not old rules. Uh, but yeah, Ferguson took his lickens, got back up, and came out swinging. Do you think that... What, what, what was your big takeaway from this fight? Because for me, what I actually think I saw was that I have a lot of confidence Kevin Lee is going to be a future champion. I think... Consider You don't think so? I don't think so. I think considering where... He is maybe not without this fight, but just considering kind of, and what we're going to get into this actually, but sort of the dynamic of lightweight, it, it's all a bit of a clusterfuck right now. Yeah. Um, and because there's no clear contenders, I think if he learns the lessons that he should yeah. have learned from this fight, 
he looked good enough against Ferguson in that first round. And if you're just going off the meritocracy that, hey, Ferguson's the champion, I think with uh, a, a more sound game, some maturity, a, a level of composure, a better weight cut, I think if you were to replay this match two years down the line under the same circumstances, I might have Lee take it yeah, in this fight. It's very possible, but that's a big but, yeah. right? If he will learn the lessons. And that's really the the huge key behind fighting is behind every all types of growth, really, is you have to be able to be very honest with yourself. Honest with yourself, honest with everyone else about your flaws and your shortcomings. And not everybody can look themselves in the mirror and actually take responsibility for everything they need to take responsibility for in order to grow and evolve, right? So, and judging from where, who he, who he portrays himself as anyway, uh, as a person, he doesn't seem like the type of person who is, who grows and evolves very rapidly or easily. So it's possible, but I would say it's probably going to take more than two years. Or it's going to take something very brutal to happen to him. Like, this wasn't enough. He needs to get, like, knocked the fuck out or have his fucking mm-hmm. face broken or his leg broken or something really, really serious where he really has to take a step back. It's like a reality check. Like, okay, I'm not as good as I think I am. I need to work on this, 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 and this. And then you still got to go out and fucking find that information yeah. and internalize it. And then you'll you'll be able to go out and perform. But... Uh, yeah, that's all. That's a lot of ifs and buts. How how hard? Because you know, when when I was pitching that to you, for me personally, it it does not take a lot for me to look myself in the mirror and be like, how can I improve? And I think I am more hard on myself than anything. Um, how being you know working with so many fighters in the gym, how hard is it for fighters to give themselves that reality check and change? Because I kind of assumed it'd be easy. So it depends on the fighter. Yeah. Right. There's some fighters that are, are super easy to get them to learn new shit because they're very, very open. They don't have a whole lot of ego. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's other fighters where no matter what you tell them, they they just can't learn it and they, they can't learn it because they don't really care. Um, because they, their ego tells them that they're good enough the way mm-hmm. that they are, that the way they're doing it is better, that they don't need to know anything else, that you don't know what the fuck you're talking about, whatever the, whatever the, the, the in, inner speech or the, the backstory behind it is. But, um, there's a lot of fighters out there, man. Like, we're all fucking nut jobs and a lot of us are super egotistical, right? So, um, so being a, it's it's the fighters that are able to like let go of that ego and 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 really like see things for what they are um, that improve that drastically. We talked about this last week, and um, and we actually just mentioned it now, which is the weird state of lightweight. Yeah, um, you've got a lot of top notch fighters in the division. It, it, you've said it many times before. It is the most competitive division in MMA. We're in this weird transition where everyone's got wins over everyone else and you don't have a clear-cut contender anymore. Um, if you kind of run down through the list, Ferguson's now the champion. He's yep. won many, many fights in a row. He, 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 He's the only one, I think, in that division right now in the top 10 or top 15 who you can look at their stats and, and yeah. very clearly see why they're in the position they are. Totally. Habib, uh, for a long time, was touted as that guy, but he's had way too many weight issues um he hasn't been he's he's fallen out of fight after fight with ferguson hasn't been able to make that so he 
is in the top five without a doubt, but we haven't seen anything from him since that yeah. Michael Johnson fight. You have Eddie Alvarez, who is top ranked um, because he's the former champion, but man, did he get smoked by McGregor. And he, it's not like he walked in there. It's not, it was, he didn't get Jose Aldoed. He got, and I'm a huge Eddie fan, he got embarrassed by McGregor. Yeah, he just wrong game plan. Wrong game wrong, plan. He just got hit and plan. hit and hit, and he fell down. He got back up. He fell down. Yeah. So he's out of it. Uh, Edson Barboza could be there with a couple of wins, but again, he's got a loss to Ferguson. Um, he hasn't had that one breakout performance that would make yeah. him a clear contender. Michael Johnson is definitely on his way down. Yeah. Gaethje fight, Habib fight. Gaethje... Gaethje could find himself in a title. He he will he's be the sixth. next contender. If he's he, sixth right now. And he just got into the UFC. He's had yeah. one fight against Michael Johnson, who fucking, isn't there. Fucking crazy. Um, How are you sixth? But the fuck? if Gaethje beats... If, if, McGreg- if McGregor Ferguson doesn't happen next and Gaethje beats Alvarez, Gaethje's the next number one contender. Yeah. Um, and that fight is a fun fight. Ferguson versus Gaethje. Yeah. Well, that is super violent. fun. Super fun. Um, All violence. A hundred percent. And so my point going down this list is that there is really no one other than Ferguson who is a clear contender. Case in point, Kevin Lee got a title shot off fight with Michael Chiesa, which although is impressive, is not Eddie Alvarez, Habib. It's no one in that top yeah. five. So we talked about that a little bit. Um, it's going to take time for it to sort itself out. But you, as someone who is currently petitioning for a fight against someone in the top 15, yep. uh, who do you see as the easiest fight in that top five? Um, um, in the top five, uh, I would say just and not that he's better or worse than anybody else in that top five, just stylistically for my personal style and the way that I like to fight. Although I can fight multiple styles, there's certain ones that I enjoy more than others. And I think the Eddie fight um, is a little bit easier for me um, than some of the others that are in that in that division. Um, Gaethje as well. Uh, is a very similar similar fight to uh, to Alvarez. Yeah. Um, although I think Alvarez is a little bit smarter with his approach than than Gaethje. Yeah. And that's sort of the Gaethje thing is he, he doesn't give a fuck. He won't. And if you <laughs> Zero can't fucks. if you can't execute a pitch perfect game plan and keep inc- intense impo- composure, he's yeah. going to draw you in. It's what yeah. happened to Michael Johnson. Exactly. Michael Johnson started off looking good against yep. Gaethje, but eventually. Gaethje brought out that wild War. side, brought the wildness out of Johnson. Yeah. And that was his downfall. Totally. Um, so, yeah, Eddie Alvarez, is that is that the easiest fight for you in that top five or is it the easiest fight period in the uh, top for five me. for most for, fighters? For me, it's it's the easiest fight. Um, for others, it may actually be Barboza. Mm-hmm. Um just because it's the the way everybody lines up. A lot of people are love to punch. Love to be in that that punching distance, um, and boxing is probably the best part of my stand up. Um, I've been boxing for I've got some pro boxing fights. I've been boxing for longer than I've been doing uh, any other uh, uh, specific martial art mm-hmm. as far as uh, as striking goes. Um, but I find it more dangerous, yeah, uh, because boxing doesn't work the same with MMA gloves uh, as it does with with boxing gloves. So I find that that range is a little bit more dangerous. Um, and 
Barboza, that's what you, that's really one of the th- ways to beat Barboza is to get close to him, get close to him and, and hit him with, uh, hit him with, with punches. His kick game is fucking serious and really, really fast. And he's a fast fucking dude. He's got good footwork. Um, so I think that, uh, that fight is just not as fun for me. Yeah. He, and he is the one that, like, if you were to tell me to get into a street fight with someone, he's the one who would scare me the most because it, it's really just because it's Harry Adam. <laughs> yeah. You can't, yeah. you can't unsee that. Yeah. You can't unsee that kick. Yeah, totally. Um, and, and I, I, I get why you would pick Eddie and I love, I'm a huge Eddie fan. I fucking he, love he, Eddie. He's a beast. His, his championship win is, is, is he's oh, the Rocky fuck. of the UFC. Yeah, totally. We talked about this before. Totally. Eddie, um, you're a beast. No disrespect. Yeah. But I, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's a style thing, right? Yeah, and totally. I get how, Eddie's style can be exposed if he can draw you into his fight. Yeah. It's time. Oh, it's time. I am so excited. For Raging. Al actually sent me the Skype request. <laughs> oh, did which he? Is splendid. Fuck, it's amazing. Uh, we are going to get set up and we're going to see exactly what's going on. I know our producer, our producer <laughs> Alex, doesn't know anything about MMA, but <laughs> he knows about this rivalry, so he is yes. very excited. It's going down, people. Hey, Al. Yeah. Hey, it's Shaquille. How's it going? Oh, good, man. How are you? Doing good, my friend. Okay. Uh, I just want to dive into this because I think this is going to be a very exciting interview. What? What's that? Uh, so, Cajun. Cajun's here. I am here. Um, and I would just like to say that I think there are two ways for people to sort of um, overcome their differences. First is you talk about it, hash it out. Second way is you fight about it. And fortunately, two of the people in this conversation are in the right <laughs> business for this. We can scrap. Uh, Al, yep. how have you been? What's up? How's, uh, how's the real estate business going? How are you doing? Uh, it's good, man. Um, you know, just training, selling houses, uh, waiting on a fight. Has yeah? How how's the UFC situation going? Because I know you guys, you and the UFC for years have kind of been in a back and forth over contracts. What what are you waiting on right now? Uh, really, just waiting on a fight right now. I mean, you know, we're good. I'm still on my same contract, but mm-hmm. um, are you are you ready in terms of? Because I know I know you had uh, a leg injury. Are you ready in terms of at least scheduling a fight? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, I I was hoping Cajun December. Cajun December. You said you said no to that, right? Cajun? Yeah, yeah. It's just too soon. I got like uh, I got to go to Bahrain in November for I got a couple guys fighting in the worlds over there, and um, I just had a bunch of injuries before this last fight, so I wanted to make sure those healed up good. Uh, I'm not trying to go and start a training camp injured. It's not not in my uh, to do list. So you can't be ready by. Nah, man, December's too quick, dude. December's too quick for me. I got a whole bunch of shit I got to do over here. You know, I'm not just, uh, it's not like fighting is my only gig. I got a bunch of irons in the fire. So sometimes I got to take time to deal with the business, deal with my other fighters, uh, other projects and shit. So yeah, December's too quick for this guy. Ah, so I heard you had- oh, sorry, go, go on, go on, Al. I said, I heard you had a good fight last fight. Yeah, I did. Does this even, even you? Because you don't sound the same. Yeah, I'm a little <clears throat> sorry. This, uh, hey, this <laughs> the could fact come that up. you even said sorry. 
this that's, is all I can to be honest with us because I actually didn't think we were going to get a call today. I was skeptical. Why is that? Uh, just because it seemed too good to be true. I didn't think that you would because you seem to not like me very much. So, And I'm not really even sure why that is. Um, maybe you don't understand me or something, but... Um, but yeah, I, I didn't think that you would actually come on my podcast. So thanks for coming on. I much appreciate it. Yeah. Well, I didn't go ahead. Oh yeah. Let's, let's get to the bottom of where, whether or not this is out. Let's, let's, uh, let's hear what you have to say about Cajun. <laughs> well, I don't like that video. Why don't you like the video? This is well, the hip hop. This is the rap song, yeah, right? The, Just yeah. to give clarification to everyone. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Is that what you call it? I mean, look, man, you call me out my nickname. You say you're going to choke me out and you won't fight me in December. Well, yeah, that's because I just fought and uh, I got shit to do. But I'm down for January. I wanted to fight February, but I'll go even earlier and do January uh, if you're into it. I heard you got a bad leg anyway lately. Like, so uh, Shelby's telling me that he can't even book you. Uh, until like uh, until the end of this month or, or or November or something to to give your leg time to heal. I tore or not tore, but I strained my uh, MCL, my PCL. I've been going to a sports science lab in Staten Island, Doctor Piazza. Uh, I'm good. I'm good to go. I'm back to training. I would I would like to know because um, you know we've we've I had a bunch of other things to talk about. We're diving right into this. Um, okay, Cajun, fine. What 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 was it with the rap song? Why? Why'd you? Why'd you mention Al's uh, name in it? I just well, I always I do this a lot, right? Like mm-hmm. I do, I do a lot of research. Um, and so I was just researching guys that are in my division. Who do I want to fight next? Who makes sense for me to fight next? Who will the UFC give me? Um, so I made this list of like six, seven dudes, and then uh, and then I was looking for because I I had been injured, injured. So I'm looking. For, I was looking for a way to. Uh, um, to get ahead of the line a bit and to uh, to hack the system because you know there's there's been some fighters that have hacked the system. If you look at Connor's rise, um, if you look at people like Ronda Rousey and uh, the 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 amount of fans that she was able mm-hmm. to generate, there are people that have hacked the system and uh, and gotten favorable treatment uh, because of it by the UFC um, and gotten big fights, skipped a big ladder. Uh, so I was trying to do that in a different way um, using music. You know, so I didn't say anything bad about any of the people that I, I called out in this song. I just said that I wanted to fight them. Um, well, you said you said you were going to choke me out. Well, yeah, but that's we're, we're fighting, right? So I'm, I, you could say you're going to knock me out. I'm not going to hold that against you personally. That's just that's what that's what we do. We're going to. I'm not saying, oh, you're shit, you're garbage. I'm going to whoop your fucking ass. You're a piece of shit. I didn't say anything bad about you. I just said that you're I'm going to choke you out. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll choke. Uh, I mean, well, nah, you won't. Well, uh, you never know. You never know. Maybe I, I know. will. I did say it. It might manifest. Uh, uh, you're, nah. you're 0-1 against a Canadian already. Oh. oh. Hey, listen. listen. At least I fought people people have heard of. Yeah, well, I've been trying to fight people people have heard of sir, for I'm about 10 years. Change. So um, now that I'm in the position where I'm able to, I will fight all of those people. Let's, let's fight in December. Let's get you off the fight past prelims. No, bud. Can't do it. December's too early, my friend. All right. Al, uh, why, why, why do you take the, the whole choking thing so personally? I mean, 
I just found it disrespectful. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Is, is Wasn't that, it no. disrespectful when you um, slapped the hamburger out of my hand my and like question. tried to fight me on the spot and for free at the athlete I, retreat when everybody's trying to have a good time? Like if disrespect is what we're talking about, that I, I dude is it, way more disrespectful. I said in an Ariel show, I, I regret that. I, I the whole three days. Okay, well. That's good. It's probably probably something you should learn from, for sure. Yeah, yeah, but you know, I think on my current deal, you know, you're the fight that makes the most sense. All right, so let's do it in January then. Well, yeah. What's what, what's wrong with pushing it back one more month, Al? I'm I'm generally curious. I'm 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 trying to make this unbiased as possible here. I want to fight in December. I mean. You seemed like the best bet. Now there's rumors with me and Felder. So, I mean, we'll we'll see what shakes out. Well, if you fight Felder, bro, I hope you beat him. And then uh, and then you come back and we can fight in February. All right. All right. You seem really different, dude. Like, Are you in a I don't good know mood if you've like uh, if you've if you've changed a lot or grown a lot. Um trying to trying to Trying to grow up a little bit, step away from the whole the raging the thing. Ra- <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? That's funny you mentioned that because Cage and I have had this conversation himself about how he's not really as raging as he used to be. But what, what was so okay? Fine. What does that nickname mean to you when you got it, and why are you trying to kind of change how you behave for yourself now? Yeah. Eh, you know, we all got to grow up sometime. I, uh, I, I have what you call. A little bit of a temper, and uh, just a little, <laughs> just a little bit. You know, it's I'm, I'm trying to grow up. I'm trying to sell real estate. Uh, got my irons and some fires, and uh, I, I, you know, I can't. I don't know. Just can't be raging for the rest of my life. You know. Does does uh, we actually we we're, we're joking about this earlier? Does uh does it actually ever affect your business in a bad way when people have you had that happen in real estate where people have kind of seen how you behave? Around fights, you know, has that transferred over? It's Long Island, so you know they mostly. I mean, they, a lot of them know who I am already, mm-hmm. anyway, and it's kind of a novelty. So, nah, nah, doesn't matter. Crazy. This is this is Crazy. wonderfully subdued. I was, yeah. you know, I wasn't necessarily hoping for it, but I was expecting some fireworks to happen. You yeah, two have been surprisingly mature about all this. I didn't yeah. know what I was walking into, to tell you the truth. Um, uh, I don't, so. I mean, I, I don't. I don't like the video. I mean, yeah, that's fine. I wasn't really. I didn't make it for people to like it. Like nobody really likes it. It's not something that you're gonna watch and be like, "Oh, I'm gonna watch this a hundred times." That's not what. That wasn't its purpose. Um, I mean, you're like Ricky Martin in the fourth grade trying to fight me. Ricky Martin, really? That's an interesting comparison. Uh, sure, uh, I'll take it. But whatever. Um, I do want to know though because you have been pretty vocal. Um, some of the things that you said that you, you regret from the athlete retreat, uh, there were some good points that you did make, uh, regarding, uh, the UFC and how, and, and how they do business. What I'm wondering is, um, why you're, you, you do the most difficult thing already, which is to vocalize that and speak that publicly, which the majority of fucking UFC fighters are just way too scared to do that shit. Um, so you do that, but, 
um, you're not really doing anything to to change the situation. Uh, would you would you do something to change the situation? Would you like uh, would you take one of these trips to Congress um, and go and lobby for the Ali Act in Congress? Would you do that? I don't know. You know, this is. I don't know. I'd be open to it. Really, that's dope. That's dope. I think the more. Uh, us fighters start doing shit like that and like and sacking up and doing what needs to be done. That's the only way this is gonna change, man. Because there are issues that are that are at play here. Um, some of the ways that that the UFC conducts its business uh, aren't aren't right. And uh, and and the only the only way that we're gonna get a real voice here is if we start to unite. Would you be? Um, would you? Would you? Would you be into uh, joining a fighters union if we were able to to unionize a union and association? However, that was able to happen. Would you be into joining? Man, uh, you really just kind of put me on the spot here. Uh, well, you don't have to answer. Like I understand, all these all fighters have their careers to think of, and I'm not trying to out anybody or or make anybody uncomfortable. Um, I'm just trying to. <laughs> I'm trying to get something done, man. Like we need something needs to be done. Obviously, uh, they're yeah. making decisions that affect all of us, and we don't even have a voice to negotiate. So, uh, if if you want to answer, uh, by all means, do. Uh, if not, I totally understand. Coming off an injury, trying to negotiate a new deal. I mean, come on, it's not smart business, man. Okay, not, not, not to talk about it here. Uh- well, what I am curious about then is why, why is it complicated to speak out about? What are the sort of pitfalls of giving an answer? Because I, for example, don't understand what the risks are there because I don't do business with the UFC. Yeah, nobody really knows. Uh, they, there's nothing that's been laid out in any contracts. They've never, they'll never actually go and say to fighters, listen, you can't do this. You can't say mm-hmm. this. Otherwise, these are the repercussions. Um, I can tell well, you from my experience right now. Uh, that I've never, I haven't felt any actual repercussions from doing what I've been doing. What about you, Al? Well, I mean, nah, not really. But, you know, the risk is there is no union. That's kind of the whole thing. Do you, do you, know? you, do, do you think just from, you know, how, how you might have seen other things play out with the UFC, do you think there is a reasonable chance that you or other fighters could get punished for speaking out about it? Because it hasn't happened to Cajun, is what he's saying. It's not, or, or Leslie. Mm-hmm. Leslie's been speaking no. to. It's, it's not happened to me. I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Just a complicated issue. <laughs> yeah, it's very, very complicated because we're we're independent contractors, yet we need to unionize, yet if we can't have a CBA because otherwise we'll be sued for collusion. And it's a, it's a complex issue. But... Um, it's starting to get worked out slowly. Al, have you have have I have I fizzled out the tension for this fight because I'm feeling like Doctor Phil here, and I'm hoping the UFC is not going to get mad at me. <laughs> will you will you will you will you promote the, the shit out of this fight if it happens between you and Cajun? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's win win. I don't want to, man. You know, I, I mean, Cajun. I hope would you know hype it too. Well, I'm just going to be myself, man. If the fight gets hyped, it gets hyped. If it doesn't, it doesn't. I'm not trying to talk shit about you and make tell everybody that you suck or anything in order to 
to generate interest. That's just not what I do. I'm not about talking shit about my fellow fighters. I think, I think personally, me and you have more, more shit in common than me and 99% of the people on the fucking planet. Really, we're in a very, very similar situation. We've gone through very similar things. Uh, we have the same nickname, which is fucking weird to me. Um, so I'm not, I would sell it, but in a, not in the classical sense of how right. people think you're going to sell fights. See, I, I am raging. It just rhymes with your name. So you could change yours to like spare changing Cajun. <laughs> <laughs> spare changing. What, 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 how spare change? Why would that make sense? I don't know. You laughed. I laughed. It, it was funny. It's yes. Good. It was funny. Uh, I C- commend you. Cajun has pitched angry ally. I can't yes. to me. Does, so does, perfect. Does that like cover? So perfect. The, uh, yeah. I don't know. It's not the same as rage. How about a praise now? I Quinta or, uh, <laughs> <laughs> nah. um, nah, I, it's rage now. I don't want to draw this back a little bit, um, but I did see at some point a series of Twitter DMs between you and Cajun, and this was after the burger thing, which you regretted, but it's also between how like calm and subdued we all are now. So what, what kind of sparked that little back and forth there between you and Cajun? Yeah, you called me a pussy. <laughs> uh I'm raging now. I don't know what to tell you, man. <laughs> is it, is it, is it, yeah, is he it was on like, a raging tip. So he's I, it's de- December or nothing. I felt like that at the time. Um, maybe I'll get another fight between then. I don't know. You know, I'm feeling good, man. I I want to fight. I think Cajun needs to fight. So you you think that this is the smartest fight for you to take? And I, I understand that. You think that I'm an, an easy win. But I'm wondering, like... How are you going to deal with my game, though? Like, I don't see how you think it's so easy, especially after that last fight. Like, how do you think you're going to adjust to that? Like, you don't even like I do. My fights are always different. You fight very similar um, fight to fight. You don't change a whole bunch, whereas I will employ completely different game plans for for every opponent. Like, how are you how are you planning on dealing with that? I'm I'm better everywhere, and I'm, but but I'm, you're not though. But you, I have weapons where you don't have any weapons. There's specific distances and ranges that you don't even address, really. At least not that I've seen. Uh, that I've seen proof of in the octagon. Maybe you do address them, and then I, you just don't fight like that. But still, you don't really fight like that. Guess we'll have to wait and see. I guess, yeah. Okay. Well, I am going to be the one who. Urges you to at least chew on the idea of January because it's between February with Cajun wants and it's between December, yeah, which is what you want. Compromise, compromise. Uh, but you know, you don't have to. You don't have to make that decision now. I know you're gearing for Kev- December, and it's what's best for your career. Now, now you have Kevin Leah coming off a loss. Yeah, you know? it's true. Yeah, yeah. You could. You might be able to get that fight. That would. That would make sense. Yeah. If I was your manager, I'd probably tell you to do that. That yeah. Knock, knock, and knock him down with a jab. So you know. I'm down for that too. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. But he probably won't. Come, he won't come back that quick, though. I doubt he'd no. be down for December. No. Shit, nah. He had a, you know, he had a tough weight cut. He had the staff. Yeah, yeah fuck, that was bad, right on that his was titty. Gross. Shit, I man, staff titty. I didn't even see it at the weigh-ins. You know, yeah, so. I think it grew right after, which is shit. Is what that, a fucking is that dangerous? Because I know man, people were talking about it. Yeah, it's dangerous. Like you don't want to fight a guy with staff, but I'd rather fight a guy with staff than not have a fucking fight. So Tony's just fucking crazy. So he doesn't give a fuck, dude. That guy's a nut job. He's crazier than your ass. Oh man. Well, <laughs> I don't know. I guess I'm uh, calculated crazy. He's yeah. just 
<laughs> all the time. Well, he's definitely crazier than you are right now. You have like like normal Al, and then like Ragin is fucking nuts as fuck. And right now you're like not crazy at all. Like Tony is fucking batshit all the time. Now, let's be clear. I, you know, I beat Tony too. I beat Connor. And uh, I don't know that you beat Tony. It's possible. It's possible. You could definitely, definitely, you can definitely hit that chin. But I'm not a hundred percent that you beat him. He's a little bit more diverse than you. I think. Did you beat Tony? What? Yeah, I beat Tony. I figured it. <laughs> I, I guaranteed I beat Tony. Jesus that's a tough Christ. fight, though. By the by far, that's my toughest fight in the division. By fucking far, he's the hardest system to hack because he's so diverse. Um, your system is is hackable, but uh, it's there's not a lot of holes as well. You're very good at what you do. You're very good at what you do, but there are some things that you don't do, and that's where uh, that's where the fight would take place as, as much as possible. But I don't. Maybe I don't need to do them. You know. I mean, maybe they're there. Everybody I mean, needs to do everything, in my opinion, uh, in order to be able to uh, to address the situation of every single opponent. Because every opponent calls for different things. So if you don't have certain weapons, eventually you're going to get exploited by somebody. I don't. I don't see anyone beating me right now. I mean, you probably feel the same way. It's just I'm a fighter, man. Oh, it's definitely possible to beat everybody. I just think my game's the most complete. Of uh, of of everybody that's in the division, um, that I have weapons and I have some some tricks that other people haven't gotten onto or just gotten onto or don't really understand in the way that I understand them. Um, but yeah, yeah, I understand. You think that you're going to beat everybody? Makes sense. I'm glad that you yep. feel like that. That way, that when I when I do fight you and I beat you, I beat you at your best, <laughs> which is what I want. Shit! Please, please, no way. Okay. Well, we'll no see, way. right? We'll see. Or we won't. Maybe I mean, you go and take the fight in December and you lose. And then I go and I fight who who knows who next. And then I, I whoop them. And now we're thanks. not going to meet again. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to knock you out and, and I'm going to get you off Fight Pass. Well, you'll go right back to Fight Pass after we fight. But... How, how would you, how would you reach me though? How would you how would you knock me out? You got like a seventy inch reach. Your 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 arms aren't very long, and I fight super long, and my footwork's very confusing. It's di- difficult to to dictate distances against me. So how would you get in? We'll have to see. We'll have to see, man. I guess. Sure. I guess we will, or we won't, depending uh, on uh, your choices. Uh, up to the leading, you got to make me one promise. What's that? No fucking rapping. Oh, I'm <laughs> rapping. Believe oh, me. Don't worry. Th- there will there will be more rapping. But it. but I'm 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 not really my this next track that's that's going out isn't really the same as the last ones. Um the the last one that I made, you weren't well, the list is the one that you actually heard. Um the list. Uh, yeah, the list. That wasn't like I was saying, nobody was supposed to like that. No, nobody was that's not what it was for. You'll know Nobody when did. I make a song that people are supposed to like because you'll probably like it a little bit, even though you hate yourself for liking it. All right. Who wins between Tony Ferguson and Fabricio Werdum? What? <laughs> yeah. Did you, did you see that encounter? They were. Oh, really? Yeah, They're yeah. trying to scrap? Oh, Verdun was about to smack Ferguson. What? Yeah. During like a press conference. They were no talking way. over each other and it got heated. Oh, shit. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know. I'd probably get. Sc- I, I would. I would have to pick Verdum. I just have fucking size advantage alone. But you never know. Tony's fucking crazy. Might catch him. He was gonna ankle pick him. <laughs> ankle <laughs> pick. <laughs> That's a big fucking ankle, bro. 
I don't know. Let's say, well, you know, Verdun beat Walt Harris, but Verdun was 10 pounds heavier and he looked a little soft. Yeah, well, he's a whole lot heavier than fucking Tony Ferguson, I'll tell you that. So, uh, I, I don't know, I, man. I, I would have whooped him. <laughs> yeah, of course. You'll, you'll beat everybody, Al. Good job. I mean, <laughs> I, Al, before we let you go here, um, I do want to ask you about something Cajun and I talked about a bit earlier in the show, which is sort of the confusing state of lightweight here, where um, there's no real clear contender in that top five to top ten. Now that Ferguson's champion, everyone's coming off a loss, or they can't make weight, and everything's a little uh, mixed up. How soon do you think you could get a title shot with the right opponents? You know, I mean... It's spread out, but I have, I'm on a five-fight a five uh, win streak. I think one more decisive win, I'm right there, man. I mean, how can I not be? There aren't yep. a lot of clear challenges. Yep. That's fine. One yeah. or two. I would, say, I would say two, personally. I would say if you um, fight somebody else than me and beat them oh. and, then, and then fight another guy within the top ten and beat them, I think, uh, I think you'll definitely be title shot for sure. Unless you... Just act like a fool and Dana hates you or some shit. I don't know. I don't know how that nah, works. doesn't stop Dana in the past. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? So uh, who the fuck knows, though? Nah. As long as it's just a big fight, Dana doesn't care. Yeah, yeah, for real. Okay, well, Al, you know what? I think I think we've made some ground today. Yeah. Uh, have, ha, has your feelings towards Cajun changed at all uh, going in, from, like, going into the interview till now? Nah, fuck you. <laughs> Come on. I know you wanted to go and do karate in the garage. Did we just become best friends? Yup. <laughs> and that is our show. All right, Al. Thank you so much for stopping by. Thanks, Al. Appreciate All it, right. my friend. Uh, hopefully, everyone will see each other soon. Yeah, bud. All right. Raging Al Iaquinto. What not a guy. Not raging. He was not raging today. He did not stick That was shit. just Al Iaquinto. You, you were going to ask him if, he, if he's taken up meditating, and I think he has. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely been meditating. Um. We're not going to get to our fighter of the week. There's no way. That was, that was long as fuck. That was, I mean, it was such a puzzle to, it's talking about hacking a system. Like, I did not know what we we're walking into, but that is the last thing I thought we were walking into. Yeah, right? Fuck, he's but different. You know oh, I mean, if you, if you, if you, I'm not about to judge, but if you feel like you need to calm down and you want to uh, kind of change the way you behave in your own life, all, it looks like you're making progress, man. Props to you, bro. You're Props doing, to you. You're doing good work. All right, thanks, I like Al. It. I like the new Al. He's a good guy. He, he was on, like, Mitch Clark-level subdued for most of that. Yeah, interview. he's fucking chilling, man. I like it. Okay, let's let's make that fight happen, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, it's going to happen. It's, 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 and I'm sure he'll to. get angry at something that I do. Oh, you. Thing. But maybe not. I have, he, I have no doubt that you have the ability to anger people. I'm not trying to anger people, though. That's the thing. Is I'm know. not trying to anger people. I just do my thing, and then some people get upset. Yeah. I don't know why. They don't understand me, I think. Story right. of my life. That's a wrap. Thank you so much for joining us, guys. Uh, we've got another. Please remember to support the podcast by visiting the affiliate links on AaronSaysWhat.com.